listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Well, Elizabeth Elliott once wrote, the measure of our love is the measure of our willingness to be inconvenienced. But inconvenience is not easy to do. But how about when it comes to our parenting? Melissa Hannigan says there are some key character traits that we need to build into our families. And she writes about it in her book, Inconvenient Parenting. Activate your child's God-given traits. Melissa, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) I think the inconvenience starts even before that baby is born. So what is it about, (laughs) what do you mean when you're talking about an inconvenient parenting? Well, yes, that is a fact. Um, I think anybody who's a parent can recognize that it's inconvenient. Um, We really titled this book Inconvenient Parenting because as I wrote about these 12 traits, my husband actually is the one that coined the term. Um, As we encourage them in our home, it just became a little bit more messy, a little bit more saying um, no to some good things, to say yes to better things. Um, but really, it's it's sacrificial parenting, right? It's choosing the hard in the short term for the really good in the long term. And so that's why we, we call it inconvenient parenting. And you talk about dying to ourselves. That's a key component, I think, of this as well. So what ways have you seen this style of parenting really impact your family life? Yeah, so we um, made some major moves in our family uh, years ago and really made the decision to lay down. I wrote about a kind of big change in our family in the very first chapter, how we went from having it all, according to the world standards, to kind of laying that down so that we could have more time as a family. And it was life-changing for our family. We we chose to have more time around the table as family, have more conversations. Um, but also, yeah, I said yes to more messes. I said yes to more art projects and invented, inventions that one in particular broke our microwave not once but twice. Um, <laughs> but I also saw my kids flourish and thrive, and we celebrated the creative ways that God you know, instilled in my children. And I saw them get excited about learning and about the world around us. We took more family walks and we talked about creation and God's majesty. And it just really shifted as a mom, my priorities and my focus and my children just really thrived in it. Is this something you had to, or you still have to maybe constantly remind yourself of? Do you, do you want to pull back to those days where the microwave wasn't broken? I mean, (laughs) do you have to continue back on this track? Absolutely, for sure. And I can see God's hand, even from the very first, um, when I had my very first child, discipling me as a mom and helping me to learn to put down my expectations of what I wanted for my child and to take up what God wants for my child. And that was a constant daily meeting with the Lord, praying over my children and asking Him to help me discern how to parent. But then it really ramped up in 2020 when I was exposed to the idea of these genius qualities is what the researcher called them. And I was just so excited. But yeah, it's a day-to-day. I have to choose to prioritize these things to, to take, to, to slow down and to put on the mind of, okay, how can I infuse these in our home? Because we're all guilty of getting busy, right? And, mm-hmm. and running from one thing to another and going through the motions. Um, but it's so important to build in rhythms of slowing down and, and meeting with the Lord, honestly, and asking him to help me to see my kids through his eyes, because that's ultimately our purpose as parents, right? We want our kids to become who God created them to be and who better to meet with than the Lord to help direct us in that, right? 
Yeah, and you talk about these character traits that you want to infuse into your family life and into your kids and who they're becoming. So, what are some of these traits, and, and why did you pick <laughs> or stop at these? Is it twelve? Why did you stop at these twelve? Yeah. yeah. So that's a great question. Um, actually, I was uh, introduced to these twelve qualities from a academic researcher, Dr. Armstrong. He found these twelve traits that were consistent across geniuses over time. And he was writing for educators and he was finding the best classroom dynamics, the best things that teachers can do in a classroom to help their students become the best, their best potential as students. And and genius was kind of the, the goal. And I was a homeschool mom 2020 and I found these ideas and I was needing some fresh inspiration. And so I started to kind of look at these 12 things and how can I bring them into my classroom? But the more I studied them, the more I thought, these are things that God gifted to all of humanity from creation, I believe, and that as parents, it is our joy and privilege to steward those and to continue with them. So things like creativity and imagination and playfulness and joy, things that we all should and do possess to some extent, but unfortunately, culture, time, we just kind of discourage them or minimize them for other things. And I believe God intends us to live an abundant, exciting life. And so these 12 qualities, I just, I was so excited to see that they were this non-Christian researcher identified them that they were really something that as a Christian homeschool mom, I could use to infuse in my whole home. So, I mean, there's a lot, there's 12, but that's why the 12, you know, were kind of a set together. Um, But the, no one is more important than the other. I believe we have all of them, and yet um, some of us have some of them more naturally than others. <laughs> all right. So I always like the question, what do I do today? Okay, so yes. you've got these 12 things. That's a little um, – <laughs> that's a big wall. I'm, I'm not jumping over that wall today, but what's something yeah. I could do today that maybe uh, digs deep into one of these maybe? Yeah, that's a great question. So I believe that – making a choice today to slow down and notice your children and ask the Lord to help you see them the way that he created them to be and to make room for conversations. I think all of these qualities can be encouraged and, and flourishing in healthy relationships and conversations. So today just take time to stop and say, Hey, let me get to know my kid in a different way. Let me appreciate something about them. You know, my husband is very playful. And so as I was writing the chapter on playfulness, I realized how wonderful it is that he's playful where it sometimes was annoying. Now I can see it as a gift. And so mm-hmm. ask the Lord to give you an eye, fresh eyes for your children and say, let me see some of these things that may be annoyances that really are gifts that he instilled inside of them. Oh, uh, I want to dig into those annoyances, but we won't do that. That would be mean. Oh, I want to know. No. Well, no, I think, it, no, but it is interesting that maybe one parent is stronger in wanting to convey one attribute and another is stronger. So it, it actually works together. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the beauty of homes. You know, I say that we are little churches because we all each have gifts that God gives for our families and our homes, and we're so different. And when we celebrate those differences and we work together to use them to God's glory, it's a beautiful thing. You know, you talk about uh, creativity and curiosity and flexibility and all these other things, but I'm sure you're not perfect in all of these things. <laughs> I mean, what happens when you run up against something that just kind of bristles you almost? 
Yeah. So I, I share about vitality as one of the ones. It's just like a spark for life, a joy for life. And, and there are seasons. I'm just naturally more kind of a depressive at times person. And so that was a struggle for me to really dig into that and write about that. And it's not natural for me to just be bubbling over with excitement for life. Um, but it was convicting and it was it helped me to challenge myself and it helps me to have empathy for one of my children that's kind of more like me. And um, so finding ways to kind of encourage that. But, you know, I, I write this book not as an expert. I'm a mom in the trenches. And so I don't want to give parents more things to add to our to-do list. We already are overwhelmed. But it's just an attitude shift, really. It's a let me look at things through a different lens and see what I can add to my home, what works for us, and maybe what won't work for you, and that's okay too. But again, it goes back to the Lord. He knows our kids. He gave us our children specifically for a purpose. And so ask him and he will guide us. He's been so faithful for that for me. Mm -hmm. We are speaking with Melissa Hannigan. Her book is Inconvenient Parenting. And in it, you actually share a story or a question that one of your daughters asked while you were at the park that I guess (laughs) maybe changed your perspective a bit. You want to share that story with us? Oh, goodness. Yes. So again, we're a homeschool family. So we were studying, um, reproduction and uh, not at the park, but, you know, earlier that week, I guess, and we were at the park and I don't know, out of the blue, she asks um, just totally randomly, mom, how did two, how did two mommies have a baby? Now, I, I don't know exactly how she came across that information or what her idea was, but I have always wanted my kids to come to me with all of their questions, no matter how awkward or uncomfortable Um, And so I, but I also know that there are time and places where we answer these questions, right? So I said to her, that is a great question. I am so excited that you came to me with that question. You're right, because we studied how reproduction happens in plants and in animals and in humans, and it doesn't make sense, right? But right now is not the time and place to answer this question, because like we talked about, there are certain things that mommies and daddies share with kids, their own children, that shouldn't be shared with other children. So let's circle back to this question when we get home and I will talk to you about the science behind it. Now on the inside, I was like, gosh, I don't want to do this. This is so (laughs) uncomfortable and awkward. But also I know as a mental health counselor in training, it is so important to give our kids accurate information and we want them to come to us with their questions because there's a lot of other options out there for them to go for information, the internet, other friends, and that's terrifying, right? So I wanted her to come to me. So I didn't want to bristle and go, oh gosh, that's that's a weird question. Don't ask me that. And so I, I, I try to keep an open book and we went home and we had a very scientific question and we also talked to spiritual and, and God's design for families. And, and it was a beautiful conversation. But if I had shut it down right then, like my flesh wanted to, I would have missed out on that opportunity. And so I kind of share a little bit about that in the book. That is Inconvenient Parenting 101. <laughs> yes. Good. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad your your husband apparently did the go ask your mother thing because you had to answer that. So. Um, well, he unfortunately wasn't with us. It was just me and the girls at the park. <laughs> I, let me say, you said homeschooling a few times, but this book isn't a homeschooling book. This is for all no. parents. And I think I think it's also important to understand that you you started this whole book with talking about the importance of prayer and how you were kind of burdened for this, but it started with your prayer life. And I think that's really where we need to start also in asking the Lord, how do we incorporate these things into our family, right? Absolutely. That is... 
A hundred percent. And I could talk all day about the power of prayer and spending time with the Lord and just how faithful he is. He knows ahead of time what we're going to be walking through. I can share with you. So I wrote this book starting in 2020. Um, It launched August 1st. Well, tragically, in June of this year, my 16, almost 17-year-old son had an accident and went to be with the Lord. Mm. And it was shocking and completely off, you know, nothing that you ever imagined as a parent. And yet, I'm so thankful that God led me down this path of inconvenient parenting through prayer and spending time with him. He helped shape the way that my husband and I parented to a way where I got to enjoy so much of my son's life. I got to be present for all of it. And we homeschooled and public schooled and private schooled and did all the things with him throughout his years. But it was the intentional relationship conversations, making time slowing down that I will treasure for the rest of my life because I have no more opportunity with that with him. And as I sat in his hospital room, I just relived so many of the stories that I share in the book about watching him show off inventions to his sisters and watching him be creative and funny and playful and silly and, and ultimately filled with joy, even to the very last breath. And I am so proud that I got to be his mom and that God used him in that way. But I can say with such more conviction today than I could when I first wrote the book that this this matters. This stuff is so important. And God, through prayer and discipleship, He He was so faithful to lead me down this path. Wow. Well, Melissa, we are so sorry for your loss, but we're also so appreciative that uh, you've been so intentional with your parenting life and your family life, and now you're helping us do the same in Inconvenient Parenting. Activate your child's God-given traits. We have a link to that, and Melissa, at our webpage, ericandbridget.org. Melissa, let me just say, the faithful love of our Lord endures forever. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you so much, guys.